baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey, hey, what is going on? You are watching today and listening for some of you that get this show repackaged tomorrow. Sex with Stevie. I'm your host, Steve V. And happy Gay Pride, you all. I am so excited. I have got a jam-packed hour for you. I hope you are all tuning in and have a cocktail. This show is going to happen. I'm so excited today for... It's Pride Week here in New York City, as is, is in San Francisco, and it's been Pride Month for all of us. And happy Pride to you all. It's a, a monumental year because it's actually the 50th anniversary of Pride in San Francisco uh, right now, and, and in, uh, in New York, too. It's the 50th anniversary of the Pride March, the original Pride Gay Pride March. and. Last year here in New York City was World Pride and Stonewall, the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. What people don't realize is then it was a year later after that that then the Pride marches began. And this is actually the 50th anniversary and I think it's definitely something we need to celebrate and um, be really excited about. And so, but I wanted to share with you as I love to do my show and tell, some music, because music's always a great way to celebrate. And one of them is the Bohemian Rhapsody soundtrack from the film, but it's all the music of Queen. And I couldn't think of a better way this weekend to celebrate Pride with jamming to this. And look at this twofer. It's the whole music of Queen. I mean, we're talking Somebody to Love. Um, oh my gosh, Bohemian Rhapsody, of course. We, we will rock. I was about to sing and I'm not gonna do that for you. Um, here's my first call. Hello, caller. Is this Vivian Hi. Mead? Hi, Vivian Mead. Do you have your sound on in the background there? I turned it off. Okay. Uh, as a producer, I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> How me, are you? I am really good, ladies and gentlemen. As I switched my tag here, Vivian Mead is on the phone with me. 
who also happens to be my sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> happy Pride, Vivian. Happy Pride, Steve. So happy to see you. Uh, wish we were together. We normally are together during this week, Pride week and my birthday week. So, yeah. Exactly. And actually, um, I wanted to actually have you on the show for a lot of reasons. A, it's your birthday week and happy birthday to you. And I thank wish you. I could be with you. Um, and secondly, I want to thank you for not just because we're brother sister, but because you've, thank you. I think it's important for us LGBTQ to always kind of thank our allies. And you have been such an ally from the get-go, and that means so much to so many of us. So thank you. First oh, and thank you. Yes, I mean, as you know, I, my best friend is gay. You are gay. Probably ninety percent of my friends are gay. So, yeah, I am definitely an ally. Exactly, and I couldn't help but think a year ago we were here in New York City in this exact spot where I'm uh, shooting this, celebrating World Pride. And oh my gosh. one of the things that we did a year, one year ago, which would have probably been almost tonight, where we yeah. shot a live podcast. And it was at that live podcast that you had the inspiration that this would make a really good TV show and that you yes. wanted to kind of co-produce. And what did we do? We did it. We did it. Yeah, we shot that pilot in October, uh, the end of October, and we are in the midst of editing. So I'm really excited. It looks fantastic. And uh, I can't wait till, till we can show people. One of the things I always love to celebrate is all uh, genders. We've been talking about Black Lives Matters. We've been having the conversation. Uh, I always love to have so many conversations. But I, just really quickly, what did it mean for you to, I hate to use to be a female director, but you were the director mm -hmm. on that project. What did that mean to mm -hmm. you, if anything? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think, um, you know, we've worked together on a lot of different projects throughout the years, Progressive Pulse. We've worked on a lot of producing a lot of things together. And Tags is a show that you came up with and a concept that I think is brilliant and um you know, I commend you on how well you guys are doing, but um, I wanted to be part of it, really. And I wanted to um, really, I mean, I think I understand working with you and I understand, um, you know, what makes you tick, hopefully, by now, after we've known each other for so long. Yep. Um, but I, I just wanted to be part of, um, you know, your tags production. I think it's a, a great show. I think it's very original. And um, I was honored that you allowed me to direct it well i thank you and i'm so excited for what's to come because we've been looking at it and we're tweaking it with an editor right now and i think you know it's it's looking good and and given the the where we're at with everything right now i think it has a chance to actually get up somewhere i don't know I, oh oh definitely yeah i mean the funny thing is i think you know we're looking at the footage and you know it's so relevant, even though, I mean, October seems like, you know, a year ago, but um, just some of the topics that you cover, I think, were very relevant, and um, I think people are going to receive it pretty well, and I think your, your audience is going to love seeing you guys live, so. 
And I do think it's important. I really just want to, if you could just say a couple words. What did it mean for you personally? Just did, were you nervous? As I know when I've done this show, I get nervous actually every time I do mm -hmm. any new project. But to direct, we had a crew, people. We had <laughs> we talent. Did. We had a, a set that we only had for one day. We had an audience. It was live, which is a whole nother beast. Yeah. What was going it through was your mind crazy. to do that? Well, um, you know, I have wanted to direct for a long time, as you know, and it was a big responsibility. And I was really, really nervous, of course. But I, um, you know, did my homework and I hired. Luckily, I hired some great uh, people to work on the crew uh, behind the set. And you have a great cast um, in front of the set with the Dr. Goldstein and uh, Jeremy and Lincoln. So, um, you know, it takes a village, basically, is what I can say. And I was the ringleader. But um, I was nervous, but I think it came out great. And I think we supported each other. So I loved being part of it. I love it. Well, um, one of the things that's really, while I have you here, is we probably, with another friend of ours, um, dear friend of ours, would have been in Lisbon right now. Travel's such a big part of yeah. what we love, and we're not. You're in Oakland, and our other friend's yeah. in LA, and I'm here. Um, what have you learned just, you know, in the quarantine of just kind of being at home, and how are you going to spend your summer? Um, yeah, I, yes, I would have loved to be on that trip with you guys. Um, but I mean, you know, it's a pandemic and nobody can see this coming. Um, you know, I, I guess I've learned to, you know, be on my own here. I mean, I live by myself and that's one thing, but being in your house seven by 24 is another. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I've learned a lot about myself. You and I talk a lot. So I think it's nice to have somebody to share this with I mean East Coast West Coast um, so that's been good uh, and then I've gotten in touch with a lot of um, friends that I might not have normally talked with just because you know checking in on them and making sure everybody's okay so uh, it's been interesting but you know we've gotten through it so We've had some, before I let you go, we've had some great conversations and we've, we should have that yes. show recorded too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, that reality yes, show. But <laughs> California currently is showing a rise and your governor, I'm from yeah. California. Um, it seems, it would seem seemingly like you guys have done all the right things, but your numbers of the COVID-19 are currently on the rise. And yeah. how's that gonna affect how you maybe go out, you know, as we're yeah. in the heart of summer? Yeah, it's kind of sad because I do think that some has done a good job of kind of keeping us updated on what things are going on. I think there's been pockets that have not been good, but um, I, you know, I really don't know why it's getting worse, but you know, I'm gonna be cautious. I am, there are a few places that are opening up with patio seating and things like that. So I wear my mask everywhere. We're, we're obligated to do that. And I, I think that we all should, but I'm going to be careful, but I'm going to try and do some things, you know, in the summer. So I, you know, cross my fingers that everything goes all right, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick to the rules. Let's put it that way. Well, I love it. And again, thank you for being an ally to our community, not just because you're my sister and my, my, partner that I work with and I love you and happy birthday yeah. but thank you for really always being an ally because I think it's so important particularly now and 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Love you too. And happy pride. I'm going to be celebrating here and hopefully we can join in on some celebrations, you know, um, throughout the week here. So I will talk to you later. Sounds good. Farewell. Farewell for now from Oakland. All right. Thanks, Vivian. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hello there, caller. Kyle, is this you? It is. Hello. I got you now. I got you now. Um, I'm so happy to welcome my first guest, Kyle E. Applegate uh, of Sacred Journey Healer. He's a minister, a reverend. I've, we're friends. He's currently in upstate New York. Uh, we have so much to talk about. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm going to use yeah, my time. First- Go ahead. First of all, what uh, cocktail are you drinking? Oh, thank you for asking me that. peachy thing. <laughs> so, happy Pride, Kyle. And, thank you. You too. But that's, you know, I think I said that to kind of uh, suggest that I only drink on Pride, but every week I have a cocktail. <laughs> Normally, it's been white wine. Today, I've um, Hal's. I have vodka in here, Tito's Vodka, and House is a New York seltzer company. I don't know why I'm promoting them right now, because just what the fuck, why not? Because this, the fizz in Howe's New York seltzer water is effing amazing. So when I put Tito's Vodka, Howe's grapefruit seltzer water, and a splash of grapefruit juice, and a splash of lime, this is my cocktail. Yum. <laughs> What are you drinking? Um, nothing. I was boring. I just had water. <laughs> I was I was helping Mike mow the grass today, so I was dehydrated. I had to rehydrate. <laughs> Got it. Well, Kyle, so much to talk about, and I've you've been on the show before. You've been on my live show before, talking about transgender issues, and I wanted to get right into it to use my time mm-hmm. wisely. And one of the things that I wanted you on before, as um, as a trans man, and and correct me if I'm wrong, and let's get this on live. Is that okay to say that on, on, uh, correct me, to refer to you that way? Um, it is because we know each other, and I've been on your show before, and so that's, yeah, so that's totally appropriate. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is for you to weigh in on, there's been a couple of, hurrah moments in the federal court system recently with the Supreme Court ruling that they they ruled that you can no longer discriminate against or fire LGBTQ people just for the sake of being LGBTQ, which was a big like, yay. And, it, and the fact that it happened this week, I think was really monumental in a f- Supreme Court justice system that doesn't seem like they would support our beliefs necessarily right now. However, on the other hand, there was uh, Trump recently rolled back uh, an Obama um, law that that said that now you can essentially uh, discriminate against health care for trans, the trans community. And for if you were to go into a certain hospital, they could refuse to to give you health care, correct? Yes. It's, um, I can't even get into it with this current administration. It's so crazy. Um, you can't have it both ways. And healthcare is a human right. Um, I mean, it's something that, I mean, in this country, too, I mean, it should be in every country that people are 
entitled to dignity when they try to access health care. And the thing that that separates, I mean, trans people, they they've had so many negative experiences with healthcare providers or or facilities. And just think about it: when you're going to the doctor, you're nervous anyway, like about a test result, or you're not feeling well. And then to be, you know, misgendered, and you know, just with the receptionist, or you know, all these different levels of trying to access care. Um, it's just really problematic, and to have this administration trying to just cut some basic thing like healthcare, oh, it's just crazy making. But um, yeah, if anybody doesn't think that this is an issue or a problem, um, they can just, I mean, there's a movie called Southern Comfort about a trans man who passed away because he of ovarian cancer because he couldn't find anybody to treat him. Wow. Um, I mean, I feel like trans people are really like guinea pigs. I mean, we're all, there's no long-term studies of the effects of hormones and things like that. And and even people that are taking hormones um, or or getting their kind of trans care, some don't go to doctors to do that. They've had so many negative experiences. So even if you do have access to health care, they've had so many ex- negative experiences and then the government's trying to like block that as well. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really problematic. The first um, thing that comes to mind is that it, obviously it's problematic, but we are in the middle of a pandemic, which it's mm-hmm. not 100% across the board knowing how anybody's going to react to this. And with that on top of various health related issues. It's also been noted that a lot of people aren't going to their health care providers in general right now because of yeah. fear, um, whether it's getting d- different vaccinations like children aren't necessarily, and there's already projections that, that that could have long-term effects like measles vaccines. But then with the trans community, if on top of everything else, if you, you we've got COVID-19, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. New York is one of the places that um, that always did protect um, LGBT people. I mean, not always, but but they already have have laws in place to protect us in the work field and to get health care and stuff like that. So um, it's great that the rest of the states have to comply with that as well to treat people like human beings. so, I mean, we do have to celebrate the small victories. I mean, there is so much bad news these days around, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's monumental. Um, similar to, like, when, when marriage equality passed, um, the, the message that that sends, I mean, marry or don't get married, I don't care about that. And I'm a minister, I do a lot of weddings, but, um, but to have federal, federally recognized equality, like the message that sends to like small towns in Alabama or other countries, I mean, it's really huge that the United States passed that. And so this is another step, you know. Well, I wanted to, I'm glad you mentioned marriage equality because <laughs> tomorrow uh, is the five-year anniversary when it was stated that across the board for marriage equality, that... Um, 
and we're actually on the five-year mark. Um, well, tomorrow, actually, we're almost there, mm -hmm. midnight. Mm -hmm. And I remember <laughs> that five years ago, and I wanted, I'm glad that you mentioned as uh, you're a minister, a reverend, I, you were, we were talking offline yesterday that you're about to, um, you, let's just talk about what you do. You have uh, sacred, I'm trying to find my notes here. Um, sacred, sacred Journey Healing. Sacred. It's the name of my website. Yeah, and we'll talk about a little of the things that you do, but one of the things on there is you marry people. And I know you were talking offline that you're about to marry a couple. Um, what has that meant to you to marry different couples? And I saw on your website you have gay people, lesbians, and all different types, mm -hmm. and it was amazing looking. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I actually officiated my niece's wedding as well, and she had come to town. Um, she came to town for my wedding when I got married like six years ago, and and um, she said, would you officiate our wedding? Like, like we want to elope next weekend at the MoMA, you know, in the sculpture garden. I'm like, wow. uh, okay, sure, you know, yeah. So, and um, I know you love I art, love doing, Kyle, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've done some uh, what I call quickies in the park. <laughs> where I, I've married people at Bryant Park and Central Park. Um, and this, this one I'm going to do uh, on the third is down at Chelsea Piers. So, um, yeah, so it's, I, I love it. I mean, I love the city. And, um, and as far as um, I... As far as marrying people, I mean, I, I went to seminary for two years. It was an interfaith seminary. And all the couples that I've married have been of different faith traditions. So I really like that, to be able to pick and choose from, you know, one guy was Buddhist and the other one was Jewish. And, and we got to mix some rituals that, that spoke to them, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, it's really an honor to, like, you know, witness people's lives, you know, life transitions, life experiences. Um, and there are all these people that, you know, get a $10 certificate to marry people online to do their, their frat brother's wedding or this or that. But I just think there's more to it than that. And um, well, we should talk I really about that. like, we should talk about yeah, that. I really like creating ceremony, I mean, creating ritual or sacred space for people. And I got to say, um, out of the dozen weddings that I've done, all but one are like rock solid. I mean, we're talking, you know, seven years ago, eight wow. years ago. Um, and that makes me really happy, you know. Seriously. Because I take it serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I warned people this, this last couple, I warned them. I said, I got to tell you, the weddings I do, they stick. So... <laughs> well, I was scrolling around your website, and people can go to. I have your underneath your name here, uh, where we can people can follow you at Sacred Journey Healing on Instagram. But people can also go mm -hmm. to sacredjourneyhealing.com. Kyle is also yeah. available to. You can scroll around there and see what he's about. He is doing weddings. But what I was struck by about being nosy on your website was <laughs> you do couple before anybody gets married and you're you've done so much spiritual work that you're non-denominational you can bring that in if that's what people want but you do a lot of couple counseling you also do a lot of work with couples in general that maybe have been together for a while and and i was seeing that you do some work with um uh, substance abuse and and then of course gender maybe reassignment, um, 
What's the common goal of sacred journey healing, that, the mission that you want people to know about it? Um, it's really to meet people where they are, because people come at you with all, from all different kinds of um, backgrounds and things that they're going through, and um, just to witness that, you know. Um, and I really love, uh, even though I've been very active in the polyamory community, um, so people that are in multiple committed relationships, um, I really like pair bonding exercises or intimacy building exercises. Relationships are work. You always got to work at it. Yep. It doesn't come easy. Yeah. You know? So it, a lot of it is about communication um, and just listening. Oh, my gosh, listening is such a good skill. Uh-huh. And now with, um, you know, I'm so um, uh, moved by this Black Lives Matter movement, which is long time coming, and I just, oh, I just am really practicing my listening skills as a white person, able-bodied person, you know, I'm like, well, white people just shut up and listen already, yeah. Wow. (laughs) That's been my message this week, is like, listen more, talk less. Definitely, communication, (laughs) and I know you and I always have amazing conversations. Well, I want to switch gears, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about one of your current projects you are married actually and you live upstate new york as you divide your time mm -hmm. and one of the things go back and forth one of the things i've been struck with and obsessed with is uh you have a you're doing airbnb but you and your partner bought a an rv and one of those I don't know what the name is. Is it an RV? One of those bullet, silver bullet types, the classic so, ones? What are they called? Yeah, it's an Airstream camper. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for my, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, uh, um, and I remember when you bought it and it, rem- I, they're so classic looking. You have renovated the S out of it that it's so amazing. <laughs> and it's now, you are in a beautiful part of upstate New York, right near Woodstock. And people mm-hmm. can rent the, 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 it's just kind of parked in your property and it's, um, people are using it for Airbnb. What can you tell us about it? Um, well, thanks. I, I actually joined a couple of um, Airstream groups on Facebook and they, um, and I hate that they, this is from 1975, right? It's retro. <laughs> we really lucked out that we got some cool interior. It's not this like, tacky orange plaid or something, you know, um, and we just did a lot of um, upgrades like new water heater, new toilet and stuff that I actually installed last week, And um, but it's just really cozy and comfortable and really clean and uh, it's adorable. It's just adorable inside. And um, I hate when they take these old, beautiful things and they gut them and they make them like, like a kitchen, you know, like a regular modern you know, stainless steel appliances and all this. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that stuff, but I'm like, if you're going back to the retro theme, like you have this old, beautiful retro trailer. Yeah. Um, Honor. So anyway, yeah, it's, yeah, it's parked on our property and yeah. And we tried to keep it original as, as possible inside. And um, yeah. So we actually had some, uh, some friends up last weekend and, and uh, a woman and her girlfriend booked this weekend, and they um, she's she's a photographer for Good Housekeeping magazine. And I was like, oh, I hope she gives us a good review. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a little more pressure than our. <laughs> 
But um, no, but we love to share our property up here. And there's all these gorgeous. We're five minutes from the New York City Water Reservoir, the Ashokan, and um, that's where New York City gets its drinking water. So um, yeah, it's mountainous and uh, fresh air. So people have just really been needing to get out of the city um, just for a little break. So uh, we're well, around. Yeah. Kyle, you know, we'll list it, um, but I'll just say it right now, and I'll put it in the comments section. Oh, people can you. follow you at Airstream by the stream uh, to find out more about it, and I will list it yeah. in tagspodcast.com. And before I let you go, um, mm. you. You work here in New York City as well at a spot that I go to all the time. And one of the things that I've always been obsessed with is you're a boots black. And for people that don't know what a boots black is, can you just tell us real quick? Because it's I love I'm obsessed with boots blacks, and you're one of the best. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I've been a shoeshine guy as a hobby for over ten years, and. Um, and what I tell, generally tell people is that you can go anywhere in the city, like Grand Central or whatever, and get a shine on your shoes. But to see a boot black is more of an erotic experience. It's more hands-on. Um, and I've, uh, there's a chair on the second floor of the Eagle Bar, and uh, I usually am there on the weekends. It's, it's a seasonal thing. So really, September, it's... Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's picking up and then when the weather changes, people start wearing their boots more. Um, and I love working on them. Yeah. <laughs> what's so just, I've if, actually, what's, what made, what gave me that skill is I actually worked at a bunch of gay rodeos and I shined a ton of cowboy boots. So I really specialize in colors. I can do ostrich, alligator, snake. Yeah, it's fun. Wow. Wow. We were talking <laughs> offline yesterday that in this, as bars, who knows, we'll see when they, maybe open up. That's one thing that you were and I were talking offline that maybe you could do it if you wore, if the person getting their boot shine wore their mask and you wore your, that <laughs> it could be safe. But the thing you were telling me is in the summer months, at least here in New York, no one's really wearing their boots, right? They're all wearing sneakers. Yeah. So. 
we'll see. And I hope that bar eagle that we're talking about does have some opening and I know you don't have any info at the moment but um, we all need to be safe so um, yeah. I want Kyle E. Applegate thank you so much for for gracing us on the show again um, you always are so insightful and I love talking to you thank you Steve it's always a pleasure and all I right, will be well I will list uh, where we can find you thank you so much all right bye-bye right, hello Cody Hello, darling. Can you hear me? I can. I'm just going to change your t title below your name here so we yes. so people can refer to you here. Um, happy Pride. Happy Pride. I'm so excited. You know what is really funny? I haven't been like celebrating all June and I'm I'm finally getting into that like momentum of like, oh my gosh, it's Pride. I need to like do things and and make sure that I express my, my sexuality and, and how happy I am to be with all of my lovely gay friends. So I'm just so happy as pride. And that's just it. Me too. I know. It's, it's, it almost like ran past us. And I think it, we would have been really saddened if we had, had ignored the fact that it is pride. And as I was saying as I opened the show, it. Last year was World Pride here in New York City and yeah. the anniversary of Stonewall. But this year in New York City and in San Francisco, it's the 50th anniversary of the Pride March, the original Pride March. And wow. what the Pride March was originally meant to be. And I was just asked to be a part of maybe a change in how we approach the march in the upcoming years because it's gotten mm -hmm. a little bit corporate. And I'd be curious to hear how you thought about it, because I actually lent my name to an organization that will actually push to maybe change how um, the pride, what pride really is. Um, I think that the corporations help to like get our message uh, across to like the, where it would normally permeate to. But I think that like the parade and all that things like things of that nature like that needs to be our our focal point we need to like that needs to involve our community more that that you know that has to be like where we are centralized and where we put all a lot of our effort to so yeah i, I agree well cody i want to first of all cheers you happy pride do you have a cocktail happy I pride i you know i do it was my uh, best friend's birthday today, and so I was, I've been drinking since 8 o'clock. So. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, we're going to get into some, to some fun stuff while I have you on here. Um, but I, first off, I want to thank you for doing episode 173, which people can listen to of Tag's podcast this week. It, you can watch the videos of the interviews that I did. It was about race and sexuality. And w the interview that I did with you, Cody, was with a former guest that's been on the show, Corey Harmon. And I was re-listening to, all, it's all posted on our YouTube mm -hmm. channel and everywhere else. But I really want to thank you for doing that and for your honesty of talking about race and sexuality. It was amazing. You, you, thank you so much for letting me share my experience and what it's like for me to be a black gay man. It was really great, thank you so much. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I don't know that, uh, because you also mentioned something on there and I don't think I probed too much before, is you're also Puerto Rican, correct? 
Yeah, I'm half Puerto Rican. Well, uh, my mom is half Puerto Rican. It's, it gets very involved. I say, I always say to myself, like, I'm like those kids on Blackish, whatever they are. That's yeah. what my, that's what my, <laughs> so, but I grew up in like the Puerto Rican culture. So I'm equal parts Puerto Rican, equal parts black. And, but there's a bunch of other things in there. So I'm not going to like, well, kick in, like make mince words about my ethnicity. I'm Puerto Rican and black. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to, uh, there was a comment that came on the our YouTube channel as I posted it, and uh, I can't remember what they said exactly, but essentially they were saying that they liked in our interview all three of our viewpoints, and they thought it was beautiful because we all kind of came from different perspectives, and even mine as sort of a Mexican-American, and mm -hmm. I just think that conversation is uh, what is necessary right now, and maybe not to be so f afraid of saying the wrong thing, but having conversations. I don't know what you think about that, but. I think it's amazing. I think um, everybody's individual story is what needs to be told. So um, you can't tell my story and I can't tell your story. So I think it's really good that we all try and have that come together, come to Jesus moment, if you will. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, well, Cody, it's Pride Week, and I have a bunch of things to get into. And one of the things I wanted to play a fun game with you, um, it's time to test your sex meter, Cody Maurice Doggett. Uh -oh. Are you uh -oh. willing to play? <laughs> oh, for sure. You okay. know, I, I love games. <laughs> and audience watching live, put in the comment section. So basically, this game, I'm going to read to Cody. Um, two things, and he's got to like list it like at the top of his head. Uh, my sister, my producer, my sister and I came up with these, and we, we were having fun coming up with it. But don't take too long on it. But audience, put, okay. in, put in the comment section where you would weigh in on the two choices. So it's going to be, Cody, it's going to be okay. two choices. And you pick the one you'd prefer. Are you okay. ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Here we go. Number one. Foreplay or morning sex? Or play for sure. I'm really? a mean person. Yeah, I'm not nice in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wake me up. Don't. I, you know what? The only thing you can wake me for is sex. Um, wake me up for sex. But other than that, don't don't talk to me. Don't don't even look at me, really. But so so I prefer foreplay one hundred percent. Oh, okay. So see, I would pick morning sex. And would you really? I would. And here's the interesting fact on that. You're, whether you care enough, people. <laughs> but no, I the, do. The reason, Tell me all about so it. So I'm like you, I'm not a morning person, but for whatever reason, uh -huh. I, I do wake up horny. And I've been with guys before. Oh. So like one of the last guys I dated a, over a year ago, we had great sex and everything was great. And we would have sex at night before we went to bed. And he went to bed earlier than I would want to. But I'm okay. one of those, I morphed into kind of what the situation at the time, and it was just a dating thing, so it wasn't that serious. Things may have changed mm -hmm. if it gotten more serious. But in the morning, he was one of those that got up and wanted to like get the breakfast going. And 
even if I wanted to kind of roll over, and he would be, there would be no, it would be a pillow. There would be nothing there to like curl up to, to even instigate the morning sex. So it was what it was, but I just tend to, I've always woken up horny. So for me, morning sex and foreplay is great and all, but when I'm ready to have sex, I pretty much want to rip somebody's clothes off. So that's where I'm going. No, see, I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, I love the making out. I love the, uh, I'm, oh, I'm very talented with my mouth. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> Audience, if you're listening, I want to see where you would weigh in on that, but I'm going to move on to my next thing for Cody. Um, all right, here we go. Next one. Sex in the shower or sex in a public bathroom? Um, sex in a public bathroom. <laughs> oh my God, me too. Me too. Okay, we're, we're, I'm on the same page on that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's something about it. It's like, you, there's the, the, um, you can get caught. And so that, that's like making you excited more. Like there's that anticipation of probably getting caught. Um, sex in the shower is so like boring. You're you're like wet, and the lube like washes away. I'm like, I'm not trying to do all that. And also back to that. So I would a hundred percent with you. The naughtiness. Uh -huh. The yeah. And because maybe there's a door. It's not like sex. You know, on the High Line over here. I mean, it's it's oh, still no. there's a door. And then and we're talking in a like stall, for we're sure. talking pre-pandemic, y'all. So I don't know where we would weigh in, but if there wasn't a pandemic, where would you weigh in on? And I would. There's do, been. Yeah. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? There's been no sex during the pandemic. No, so. and I have been known pre-pandemic to have a you know something something in the public bathroom. Um, sex in the shower, though, again, going to that same person, he, there's a, he was so clean and it was, I think I even suggested it once and it was like no, a no-go. And I mean, I'm sort of on the fence on that one of, I do like my shower time and my alone time and my mm -hmm. facial mask scrub time and, you know, so I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Now, interestingly, interestingly enough, like you can make uh, shower time, foreplay time, but not necessarily like all the way like penetration time. Okay, so you're mixing question one and with two. Okay, I see. You know, I, that's what I like to do, a, a little callback. <laughs> true. No, true. And I've had a yeah. shower moment. Now we're getting off track here, but I've had a shower okay. moment that involved another fetish called water sports, but I've only done it, and I'm not even gonna explain it to your audience, you either know what it is or not, but I've done it <laughs> in the shower. Why? Because there's a drain, and we can yeah, take, and I can up. take a shower afterwards. So, okay, so just yeah. a little effort. I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm, I'm checking that box too. Okay, so we're kind of like similar, but not. All right, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I wish I had my glasses on, but okay. Loud, loud sex or silent sex? Uh, I'm all for loud sex. I am personally a moaner, and I love like vocal, vocal sex. 
my well, you're also roommate. a singer too so if you said yeah. silent set <laughs> i would be like ah, calling your your singing ass out oh <laughs> uh, thank you yeah yeah but there's something about like a moan to let people know that you're like enjoying yourself silent sex is like you're there just like a dead fish and i am not um i kind of want to know what yours is now because if you say silent sex i'm going to feel a little bit bad no, loud sex. I think as performer, oh, okay. I think as performer types, I'm not a singer by any means, but I, you know, I do on-air stuff, and I'm, yeah. you know, in general, I'm shyer. But when it comes to the bed, no, I'm not talking being crazy where it might be an apartment at you know late night, and you're being so loud that you might wake up, you know, the family next door type of situation. But I want to be vocal a little bit, and I think it's important. My other co-host on Tag's podcast, Jeremy, has said that mm -hmm. with he grew up masturbating, and he wouldn't mind me telling this because he stated on Tag's podcast before. But yeah. he he's significantly <laughs> younger than I am, and he had to learn how to master, masturbate, uh, like in his home and learn how to do it quietly. And it's kind of carried off into his sex life. He, I don't think he minds if somebody else is loud, but mm -hmm. for him personally, he sort of kind of kept it a little bit more contained. And yeah. Interestingly enough, like I grew up the same kind of way. I had to be quiet when I was masturbating, but it was like the, the reverse. When I could actually be loud, I took every opportunity to be loud. Okay. Oh. All right. It, it just depends on the person. Depends on the person. Um, all right. So moving on. Here we go. Phone sex or a booty call? A, a booty call. Booty, phone sex is not really, it doesn't get me there, unfortunately. I mean, there have been times, don't get me wrong, that, I ha that phone sex have, has gotten me there, but a booty call every day, all day. I've yeah, I've had several. <laughs> you know what? I'm with How you. About you? Um, yeah. I would would agree too um, that I'm um, for booty call as well because I think that's in the moment. And phone mm -hmm. sex reminds me of, and I did live through it, and I remember participating in it, but it's kind of an old school thing. And I, I tried to participate with somebody recently during the, uh, the self-quarantine. And mm -hmm. I did it once and it took me a minute. I think I talked about it on the show and I think I tried to get into it and it was fun, but this person wanted to like keep it going. And I don't know, I just was like, Ugh. I, I think I was self-directing in my head because I'm such a like, control freak <laughs> that I was like, you know, no, no, no. And they, and they keep blowing up my phone and they need to stop is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> is this a public announcement? <laughs> it's more than a public announcement. It's, a, it's an order. It's really what it is. <laughs> a public ordinance. We'll talk about that offline, Cody. <laughs> All right. Don't, all get, right. don't get me started. Do not get me started. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Because I got a few more and I got to use my time wisely. Okay. Um, okay. I'm focused. Bar hookup or an 
app hookup, meaning like you hooked up somebody on the apps? Um, bar hookup. Um, and I'm, that's just like skimming out for me. Like it, it's, a, it's a small lead for bar hookup, but because uh, I do both, but bar hookup for sure. Yeah, and I would agree with that for me. I've stated so many times ad nauseum that I'm just not into bar, oh, excuse me, app, the apps, although I, you yeah. know, I have done them for sure. But yeah. for me, there's nothing like the energy that you get when you meet somebody at a bar, um, although that's all about to change because I don't know when the bars are really gonna open, but you know what? That yeah. kind of, it, I've met people more recently as here in New York City, I've been on my bike rides, on my walks, doing outdoor workouts, and I've met people just, and I'm not even talking about hookups, just people, mm -hmm. conversations with people, um, because we're all outside. And I'm not even talking, yeah. in, in, um, I've self-distanced when I did it. And it's, I think I'm carrying that over to that. Have you noticed that about yourself too? Um, I haven't had that many, I don't know, maybe it's my neighborhood, but I haven't had that many like in-person meetings with, with other gay guys. There, I will say there is this one beautiful man <laughs> that lives in my neighborhood that I wouldn't mind to have a, a personal meeting with. <laughs> okay, now I knew there would and I, be. I saw him. I saw him in the bodega, and I was like, ah. <laughs> "Did you there was say a, like, anything?" A little <laughs> I didn't say anything. He has a boyfriend, but they have an open relationship. But I would love to be in the middle, in the middle of that open relationship. So, I mean. There it is, if they're listening. <laughs> okay, well, we're, I'm gonna follow up with you on that one as I get on to, um, let me just see if anyone's, all right, here we go. Um, these are fun, right, Cody? I love them, I think that they're great. <laughs> I can do this all night. <laughs> we had so much fun, my sister and I were coming over these. Okay, here we go. Dirty talk sex or romantic sex? Oh, romantic sex, I am, such a romantic. I am, and I know this can be taken the wrong way, but I think like I have like uh, a lesbian living inside of me. As soon as we have sex, I think I want to like <laughs> marry you. I think I want to do all the things that, um, you know, that les lesbians typically do when they get in a relationship. I'm, I, stereotypically, I will say. Um, well, it's interesting I, because you said you were into foreplay, and foreplay is romance and everything, and I feel you on that. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Oh, God, I know. I, cre I created this thing, and that one, I'm not even, because I, you know what? Romantic sex, I, if I had to pick one. Um, I do like dirty talk, but it, it's you know, not everyone does it right, and you know, like, it's true. It can ruin a moment if they don't know what they're yeah. just talking about. And it's like, you know, shut up. Like, just, just. <laughs> do, do. <laughs> I mean, really, it can ruin the whole moment. And I'm it such can. a director in a lot of ways, where I'm like, if I don't like what's coming out of that's not your line type thing, then I want to cancel. Like, <laughs> like, stop the shoot. 
we got the wrong actor, turns out. And okay, reset. Everybody re reset. Everyone back to one, reset. <laughs> you know, everything's a TV show moment for me. Uh, and, and so I'm just going to go with romantic sex. Because in general, if you're both feeling that vibe, it's because you probably both feel that vibe. And it's less risky, and I would go for that. So. <laughs> in that long-winded answer. <laughs> and lastly, we came up with uh, Cody is role play with a partner or mm -hmm. watching porn with a partner. Oh, definitely role play. Um, I don't know. It just kind of takes me out of the moment when I'm watching porn with a partner. And when you role play with a partner, it's kind of like you have a new partner, kind of, sort of. Ooh. So that, oh. there's, that, there's that interesting twist on there. For that. Right. Yeah. So you're getting like two or three. I put a lot of threefers for the one. <laughs> you're getting the person that you thought you liked, but then you're yeah. getting this other person in yeah. addition. So you're getting like double the trouble. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay now. It's like I'm being a little bit naughty. I might even be cheating on my on my partner. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? For me, I would agree. Uh, role play for sure. Just because I'm uh, like like I just said, everything's always a TV show moment for me, or I'm always under the light. And so, to be another character um, or to try and you know is 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 let's camera action. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I would agree with that, and so absolutely, um, awesome. Thank you for playing that, Cody. <laughs> that was so fun. I want to do another one. Let's we will do one. another. One. I know. Let's we'll do that. <laughs> well, okay. One. Well, well, before we end here, and as um, you have suggested before, we have been following you on since we started this show sex with stevie uh, like we stated before for people that are new you were supposed to be sitting next to me as my co-host on the show it's, it was supposed to be a live show it will be a live show it is a live show will we'll, you you will be sitting next to me but one of the things is we were following a relationship that you had kind of gone along and you know you have told us you're no longer with that person correct yeah yeah, and we haven't even been in contact, unfortunately. Well, you've mentioned your single, and again on the prowl, and I thought it'd be fun if we could share what are the top qualities you're looking for in a man? The three top qualities <laughs> you would say. <laughs> Not to put you on the spot, Cody, Maurice Doggett. Well, um, uh, I'll, I'll do okay. mine too. I'll do mine too. And okay, I and perfect. I and I haven't thought of it. I really haven't thought of it. Okay, all right. So in a partner that I'm going to go with, because there's really two answers, honestly. <laughs> there is a, you know, a hookup like we were talking about earlier, and yes. then for a long-term partner. So for a long-term partner, I want um, somebody who is intelligent, can make me laugh, and of course, um, who, I'm who I'm attracted to, not necessarily attractive, but just somebody that I'm attracted to. So that's the top three. Okay. So you, wait, li list them again. Attracted to? Attracted to, not necessarily conventionally attractive. Um, somebody that can make me laugh, that's humorous and intelligent. 
I love that. Wow, that was so su succinct. And I, yeah, I don't think I can do that, but. Um, you can. You got yeah, this. Well, well, obviously, you're right. <laughs> Attraction is definitely key for sure. Um, communication. For sure. I think one of the things that I'm a communications major, my sister's. And I can't state it enough. And even when you are a communications major, when you went to school for it, and I, tr mm -hmm. and I value communications, I do a vision board, which I'm staring at right now. I watch a lot of journalism, a lot of journalism, and I read a lot of journalistic ideas and points. And I like to think of myself as a communicator, or what that mm -hmm. actual word means. Um, I'm constantly learning how to communicate, even with all of that, and with Good communication comes good listening skills. That's just rule, rule 101 with journalism and with communications is you can only be a good communicator, communicator if you're a good listener. Have another cocktail, Steve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Try and say laughs> <all that. laughs> Catch up. Yes, exactly. And so those are really key points for me. And being willing to just go with the flow and be spontaneous would be the other thing, too. So those would be my things. Oh, spontaneity. That's mm -hmm. on my list too, but after, it's like four or five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I say that though with a caveat because I'm, you know, don't come knocking on my door unannounced. <laughs> but I'm talking about true spontaneity. And the true... Don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. <laughs> Oh my God, this has been so fun. Uh, Cody, are you doing anything for Pride in New York or what's- Yeah, for this Sunday, I have I have yet to make plans. Um, yeah. Can we talk about doing a little something offline? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> we will, absolutely. And we are at our hour mark. I wanna thank you, Cody, and I really wanna thank you again, once again, for um, participating in a conversation that I wanna to continue to have about race and sexuality that I've, always wanted to have um, and you really opened up and it really meant a lot that you did because I think it's an Thank important you. conversation and that we all absolutely my pleasure we all have to continue to have it and we might not say the right things but um, we can only grow and learn I would think right yeah so Thank you so much and happy Pride. We will talk offline. Happy Pride. <laughs> yes sir. All right. Bye-bye. All, right, all right. Love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, I want to thank you for joining me in um, this for this special of my Pride podcast of Sex with Stevie. This has been so much fun. I want to thank my sister for calling in. Uh, I want to thank all my guests and my co-hosts, of course. Um, everything will get repackaged tomorrow on tagspodcast.com. Happy Pride. Be safe, y'all. Really, be safe. Wear a mask. It's so important. I'm just going to say it out there. And I love you. And this show gets repackaged. Enjoy your weekend. I will talk to you and see you soon. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, 
triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.